In today's episode of Backpacker Radio, presented by The Trek, we are joined by legendary PCT trail angels Joe and Terry Anderson of Casa de Luna. Much like the PCT itself, this conversation is fun, winding, long, and you'll still be left wanting more when it's all over. We talk about how they got into trail angeling, some of their favorite stories over the many decades of their running Casa de Luna, why they're closing up shop, and much more. We've also got some suggestions for staying in shape over the winter, some Trek propaganda, and a mailbag in which we give a conclusive answer to when does a Nero become a Nero. But first, a word from our sponsors. If you've listened to Backpacker Radio, you know that both Chance and I are big fans of Gossamer Gear, manufacturers of lightweight backpacking gear and accessories. Their packs carry comfortably, their roomy shelters protect in harsh weather conditions, and the trekking poles are some of the lightest on the planet. Gossamer Gear is changing the perception of delicate ultralight gear. Chance and I are both users of Gossamer Gear's packs and shelters. I used the Gorilla, their 40 liter pack, on the PCT a couple years ago, and rocked the Lightflex hiking umbrella out on our recent hike on the Trans Catalina Trail. Chance hiked the AT this year, drink, using Gossamer Gear's The One Shelter, which is both roomy and light, weighing less than one and a half pounds. It's the one you need, as you already know. And good news, listeners of Backpacker Radio can score an exclusive deal on Gossamer Gear products. Use discount code ATDRINK15 for 15% off your cart at gossamergear.com, which is valid for a limited time only. Again, that's ATDRINK and the number 15 for 15% off your cart. From November 18th to December 3rd of 2019, for the aliens that find this way in the future, Gossamer Gear will be running 15 to 30% off pretty much everything on their site as part of their holiday discount. During that time, the Backpacker Radio Code will instead get you a free gift with any purchase. Get it. And of course, we want to give a thank you to Sawyer Products. Today, I want to talk about Sawyer's Picaridin. Specifically, I want to shout out their single-use Picaridin packets, which has been my go-to insect repellent all summer. My disdain for bugs, particularly mosquitoes, is well-documented on this podcast and the trek. I never head into the backcountry during bug season without a plan. This year, because DEET makes me feel like a bag of dicks, I opted to only use Picaridin, although I did have DEET with me in case it didn't do the trick, and I'm happy to report that it passed the test with flying colors. We spent five days in the Wind River Range during the first week of August, when the mosquitoes were still awful, although starting to die off, and I escaped with just a handful of bites despite a good deal of skin exposure. Hey ladies. Each packet contains enough picaridin to cover your arms, face, neck, and it's good for up to 14 hours. Not only is picaridin effective against mosquitoes, it also works well against ticks and biting flies. The last day of our Wind River trek featured a section with a hellacious cloud of biting flies. Almost immediately after applying the picaridin, the assholes relinquished their attack and let me regain my sanity, or what is left of it. Sawyer's Picaridin single-use packets is sold in a package of seven, one for every day of the week. And yes, I just did that math on my own. You can find Sawyer's Picaridin at their website, Amazon, REI, and pretty much everywhere you buy cool outdoor stuff. For your convenience, we will include a link to this product in the show notes. Okay, let's do this thing.
Welcome to Backpacker Radio, presented by The Trek. Well, this is Backpacker Radio's road trip, brought to you by Sawyer, presented by The Trek. This is one of my many jobs. Let me say that again, just so uh, everyone in the back can hear. Backpacker Radio's road trip, brought to you by Sawyer, presented by The Trek. Just rolls right off the tongue. I am your co-host, Zach Badger-Davis. Sitting to my left is... Hi, I'm Juliana Chauncey, a.k.a. Chance. Chance, where are we right now? We are in the new BPR HQ. That's right. That's what I labeled it on my phone. That, I mean, rolls right off the tongue also. Uh, describe this place to people who can't <laughs> see us, which is everybody. Um, if you've ever watched the show The Office, like if you picture what like a back room there might look like that still has a few desks, like maybe where they shoved Toby, that's what this entire place looks like on the inside, like kind of sad. But, like, our room's pretty cool. It's pretty big. We've got a door that shuts out everything <laughs> I else. I think Chance is just excited that we have a proper studio. And no I, windows. I use that loosely because, uh, yeah, this place, it needs a little help. I think I posted something on my personal Instagram a little while ago. <laughs> yeah, but it it's it's help. sad. It's a sad room. But it is a room, nonetheless. There will be no dogs barking in the background. And we, I just feel a little bit more official having a place with my logo, our logo, and uh, some dedicated space. So we're cool. We're official. Yeah. I mean, logo work, not great. There's some bubbles behind that sticker you've put on the wall. Yeah. Uh, I'm just going to point that out so that it eats away at you for the remainder of this Oh, episode. it's already been bothering me. That just really <laughs> twisted the knife. So thank you for that. Uh, so this is the first uh, podcast we've done since returning from Southern California. How'd the trip go? Oh, my God. Tell me about it. It was so good, guys. Like... <laughs> It was just so good. And we were saying during the trip at various intervals throughout it, like there's no way everything can go this right. Like nothing went even minorly wrong. So we were convinced like the helicopter's going down. Helicopter didn't go down. Still here. Convinced we were going to get gored by a bison. Still here. Didn't happen. Convinced the flight home might not make it. Didn't happen. Everything just went super smoothly. And... We should say we had a pretty aggressive itinerary for we oh, yeah. we tried to build it pretty loose. We wanted to actually have some downtime and do cool shit. We did a little bit, uh, but for the most part, we were either interviewing or driving or eating fish tacos pretty much the entire we time. Ate all fish tacos, exclusively fish tacos. We ate as I think stereotypically California. We had acai bowls, a uh-huh. shit ton of fish tacos, in and out. We had sushi. I feel like we did a pretty good job on. Uh, Stretching oh, our California. Son of a bitch. Exactly. One of my two decorations, which is a post it <laughs> note on the wall. Um, this office is so sad. It is a sad office. I know, I know. But the trip went really well. The trip went well. So let's just use our memory to paint these walls that are stark white with stains on them uh, to kind of drown out the bad times. But yeah, <laughs> any highlights from the trip that you want to touch on? Oh, God. Boat day was good. I've got to text them back. I didn't do that. Um, Boat day. Boat day was probably the best. You guys will get the full rundown on that when we do our Trans-Catalina Trail Roundup. Mm -hmm. Uh, We got to meet Kevin Nealon. You'll hear that in a future episode. That was a good day, too. Yeah, we covered probably 700 miles in a 1982 Volkswagen camper van, Mm -hmm. which had almost 400,000 miles on it. Felt like it was going to break down at any point. The brakes squeaked really loud and, like, didn't operate very quickly. Yeah. Um, So every time we were on the highway, like, L.A. traffic was stop and go. And every time it was stop, like, there were times where I was like... All right, this is kind of it, isn't it? Like we're gonna go straight through this car in front of us. Every time the car turned on, I gave like a sigh of relief. It, <laughs> it just felt like it was gonna shut down at any point. Yeah, what did he tell us about the battery when he was like, if the battery goes below this, 
it won't start. And we looked and it was like 0.01 above yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, we had some uh, reader through the thing that told us the voltage that was being transmitted. and Oh, and the RPM. Yeah, the yeah. RPM reader was just like going from... it was Left just, to right to left yeah, to right. It was, it was like was, windshield wipers. Exactly, exactly. So... Yeah, uh, but we named the camper van uh, Beverly's Baby Diarrhea. Yep. It had a baby diarrhea color to it, and we were in Beverly Hills when we named it, so how could you not? We were supposed to get like a Trek green colored van, but due to... Actually, maybe that was the only minor inconvenience of the trip. Sure. The van was yellow instead of green. It was a little bit more baby diarrhea than Trek green. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Oh, and we should talk about the meetup. Meetup was awesome. Oh, yeah. We had so many people come. We had, I think, probably between 50 and 60 people show to this. Did we get a final count on how much money we got to donate? Uh, So I think the raffle was... Three hundred sixty-five dollars. Three sixty-five dollar for every and day then, of the year, and then the, the dollar for every drink. I think they might have gypped us. We got like ninety-eight dollars. I feel like we drank a lot more than that. Whoa, yeah. that would be like. I feel like I drank ninety-eight dollars worth. Well, that would be like two beers a person, and I definitely had five. Yeah. So. <laughs> Sorry, mom. Uh, high dive. If you're listening to this, you owe the PCTA a couple bucks. But uh, overall, it was awesome. We got to meet some Southbounders who. Uh, sped up their finish just to get to that meetup yeah that was insane yeah uh they like were they were fresh off the trail you could tell they were like that nice toasty brown um oh yeah they were so cut sun-kissed yeah (laughs) bronzed bronze is right glowing everything went very smoothly so thanks to everyone who came to the meetup thanks Mm -hmm. to everyone who followed along on instagram we definitely plan to do more road trips in the future that went too well uh, we have to try it again until it fails. So uh, definitely let us know what region you're in and if you've got suggestions for people we can talk to and things we can do to convince us to head in your proximity, let us know. It can happen. Okay. To the question of the day. Uh, right now, mid-November, it's <laughs> weather starting to turn. I'm curious how do you plan on staying in shape over the winter? Chance is like hysterically laughing right now. I just can't believe this is the question. <laughs> I didn't see this before we started the episode. Um, do I have to answer it now? Is yeah, that's that how the question of the day All works. Right. Uh, <laughs> I'm kind of on a bit of a bender right now. Hmm. So um, I guess what I weighed when I had to tell the helicopter people how much we weighed. <laughs> Turns out I was five pounds wrong. Uh being that I'm now five pounds heavier than I thought I was. So I'm kind of just five riding that weight. I can put on five pounds in a day. Yeah, but you're not five one. Like five pounds mm. shows. Okay. Um, but I'm just like riding out the squish. Uh, we got cookies last night. I ate pizza the night before. You saw me just shove a bag of chips into my mouth. I'm kind of just like, I just started a new job and I don't have time to go to the gym. And I like to go to the gym every day yeah. during the week. Yeah. But I just don't have time right now. And so I figure while I don't have time, instead of being all hard on myself for it, embrace the squish ride the wave, and then, like, once we start really spiraling, you know, wrap it up. Sure. I mean, I think there's something to be said for having an off-season resting, especially if you've been hard on your body over the course of a year. Uh, I think overtraining is a very easy thing to do. And sure, let the squish happen. <laughs> Fuck yeah, sister. Go go for it. <laughs> it just, like, sucks when your pants are a bit tighter, but, I mean, worse things could happen. Yeah, we've been there before. Um my answer is different. <laughs> uh, in a future episode, we'll talk about my new CrossFit. I don't, it's not. It's shy of obsession, but oh God. it's a thing. Uh, so I won't go too deep into that. I will say I've joined a CrossFit gym. You just put this question in here so you could tell everyone you did CrossFit. No, I put the question in here so I could say this. Uh, one thing I did with my friends last year that we're bringing back this year 
is a fitness challenge. And we have this bizarre app that I don't totally understand. It's called the TSS score training stress score, I think is what it is. I think it's one of those things like pin number where it's redundant. Um, but essentially we kill ourselves over the course of the month. And then there's two teams, there's the Colorado team, and then there's the other team and the losing team has to fly to the winning team. So there's a motivation to uh, not have to spend a lot of money for a flight. Also, I'm just inherently very competitive. Um, and I know that doing something like this will force me to stay in excellent shape. Otherwise, I would probably pudge up also. Huh. I'm just like hurt that you said you were doing it with your friends, but I didn't get an invite. You missed the invite? Yeah. Is lost in the mail? Hurtful. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> when does it start? Do you want to do it next year? I mean, sure, but I'm not flying anywhere. Yeah. So <laughs> to give you some context, last year... I think I average about 90 minutes of exercise per day oh over the God. course of a month. Yeah. I it was, did you guys win? We did win. Okay. Um, but it was close. It was closer than I thought. And the other team, both participants on that team have kids. So I don't know how they were able to manage. One of the guys was not a runner and over the course of the month in, increased his mileage so much that he ran a marathon by the end of the month. Like we went fucking balls of the walls He's with this. He's probably chasing his kids all around the house. 26 miles of kid chasing would, would do it. That's the way you do it. We need some parents to tell us if they think that's accurate. Yeah. Um, I had a good question. Oh, where's the other team from? So before they were both in the Pacific Northwest, one was Seattle, the other was Portland. Since okay. one of the guys has moved to Milwaukee, which kind of complicates things, we have some nuances to what the losers are, are going to have to do. I think we're just going to celebrate it in Denver, and whichever team <laughs> loses will have to buy the flight. So let's say Wait. Team Denver loses, we buy their flights <laughs> oh, okay. in here. I was going to say, losing team has to fly to you. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Swear if it's in Denver. That, that sounds like something <laughs> I would construct, but yeah. no, we found a, uh, a, a full-fledged system that'll make this horrible well that sounds kind of fun how do you track it fitbits uh so it's this app it's called tss i want to look it up i'm gonna look it up real quickly does it link to like a watch or anything or do you have to so, like be moving with your phone yeah so it is based on your heart rate which uh it's a percentage of your max heart rate which is very different person to person i know that there's formulas online which is just like i don't know 180 minus your age or something like yeah. that i forget what the exact thing is um, it's not toxic. Shock Why did you syndrome. Google toxic shock syndrome? <laughs> okay. I have to figure out what this app actually is. Uh, uh, so my, my buddy, who's like a competitive <laughs> cyclist, he's the one that coordinates all the tech behind it. I just show up and, uh, he tells me what to do. Um, I will include the link to what we actually use in the show notes. It's been 11 months since we've done this. So I forget exactly what it is we'd use, but it does, it does require a heart rate monitor and essentially it's a percentage of your max heart rate over the course of an hour. So let's say you do, you score 80 points over an hour, which would be a very intense hour. That means you did 80% of your maximum heart rate over the course of that hour. Um, so I think I ended up averaging somewhere in the range of like 90 TSS per day, which is a lot. It was like, I, I was, your toxic was shock syndrome was at 90. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I was neglecting other elements of my life. Sorry, Jenna, for the whole month, just because I am freakishly competitive. I do not lose things. I think we should do a backpacker radio, one of these, Ooh. and then like section off the applicants into teams based on where they live. I wish this app had like a public component to it because we had to build like an entire spreadsheet to make this work. I don't know. I'll have to talk to uh, t Tim. Tim's my personal tech yeah. guy. Hit up Tim. Yeah. Let's figure this out. Uh, so yeah, staying in shape with my insane competitive nature. Oh, more power to you on that. Thanks. 
Uh, okay, let's go to our first interview from the SoCal tour, which was with Joey, Joe, Joey, Joey, <laughs> Joey, and Terry, <laughs> Joe and Terry Anderson. Here it is. Hello, everyone. We are joined here by Terry and Joe Anderson, PCT Trail Angels at Casa de Luna in Green Valley, California. Thanks for being on, guys. Oh, you're welcome. Absolutely. Thanks for coming by. It's very nice to meet you too. So I already said I hiked Southbound <laughs> 2017. I didn't have the pleasure of staying here. So it's really nice to meet you too. Well, Same here. as one of our hikers had uh, written. I knew this was coming up. <laughs> as one of our hikers had written in one of our journals, um, there's two kinds of through hikers. Those that stay at the Andersons and those who wish they had. Okay, well, I'm in the latter. <laughs> I'm in yeah, the we latter. cover both categories now. Um, so can you tell us a bit about Casa de Luna? Um, yeah, <laughs> sure. It's, um, firing off with the difficult questions right <laughs> yeah. out the gate. <laughs> yeah, what do you want to know? Um, specific, like the taco salad, the pancakes, oh, the Hawaiian shirts, yeah. everything. How you got started. How you got started. When you got good. started. Yeah, just start from the beginning. Just start with how we got started, probably, yeah. Okay. It, it was, was a Monday. Monday. <laughs> <laughs> it is one of the only things we agree about. Yes. <laughs> In the story. Yes. No, that we agree about more now. We've got we got it down now. But originally, that was the one thing we agreed on because the store was closed. No, no, the restaurant was closed that day. Joe woke up, decided to make some vegetable soup from scratch, starting just with out of the blue. Just had his craving to make vegetable soup when I woke up. <laughs> Seriously, started with a frozen chicken. For the stock, because you gotta had to have a chicken stock. For vegetables, we didn't soup. have any. Yes. Yeah, and um, at least that's what the book said. Start with a chicken stock. So I'm like, oh, oh, I don't have that. So there, luckily, there was a recipe for chicken stock in the same cookbook. Anyway, we fought over this the, uh, all day. The long. event took place over the whole day, and Terry kept trying to come in and take over and make things go much quicker and easier. But I was intent on doing it. I was set on the process. I had to do this. I was driven. I was seriously compelled to make this soup. <laughs> the joy of cooking cookbook. <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> the soup got finished. And um, <laughs> in the evening, I would say probably evening-ish, and Terry was out front um, on the porch, and she uh, saw some hikers walking down the street. And so she I had, ran in. I'm like, hey, Joe, there's some of those hiker walker people coming down the street. I'm like, hurry, let's stop them. I said, okay, I'll turn this. This was already, yeah, the soup's done. Good, let's go. Okay, we walked down there and started, waited for them. They were still coming. And we started talking to them. And, and um, they were. They were uh, tired. They were tired, yeah. They weren't real happy. They were, they'd been long. It was a hot day. It was been a hot, long, hot day for them. The um, North Bounders? North Bounders. Yes. They had come into town. Joe proceeded to mess with okay, them. Okay, well, they said, okay, I do that. I used to do that a lot. They said they, they made some sort of comment early on that they were on the PCT. And I said, well, uh, said, do you know you guys, are you maps? guys carrying maps? And they said, well, yeah, we carry maps. I said, have you looked at them lately? And, they, and then they looked at me like, what the? I said, well, because you're not on the PCT. You just said you're on the PCT, but you're off. He's like, like, I have quite a ways. It's like a mile and a half up hills the road. up there. And yeah, I was I was trying to be a funny guy, but they didn't think it was very funny. <laughs> no. And then <laughs> no. The, the wife proceeded to explain in quite she says that we a lot came of off detail and that they knew exactly where they were. She knew the name of the dirt road yeah. they came off of. Yeah. 
and that they specifically had come off trail and into town to go to the, to go restaurant. the restaurant that they had heard it was in town here, but it was closed because it, it was Monday. Monday. At which time they, she, the, the wife said, my husband woke up this morning just craving vegetable soup. No huh. way. That's what we said. <laughs> we, um, we no, we, we did, our jaws dropped. We said, you're not going to believe this shit. Like, what, did you say vegetable <laughs> soup? <laughs> and we're looking at each other like, what? <laughs> we just spent all day said, fighting over it's this. It's ready. <laughs> I said, it's ready right now. I said, I just turned off the flame 10 minutes ago. <laughs> I said, I made veg- vegetable soup today. I said, I must have picked up your vibe. And I made a big, beautiful salad. Indeed, she did. It was I did. <laughs> and so they come in, and the guy sees my salad, and he says, oh, can I contribute to your salad? I'm thinking, sure. You know, I think he's got I'm wondering, what's he got? Whatever. Yeah, I don't have no idea. That he can throw on a salad. Yeah. So he goes to the kitchen sink, and he pulls this little mesh bag off of his waist belt. And big. pulls out these wilted weeds that he had picked on the way over. <laughs> He knew what was edible, what wasn't, and so he rinsed them Very knowledgeable them off. about yeah. edible plants. And he rinsed them off and threw them into my salad, and I'm like, nudging Joe, don't let him put in my salad. He's like, you told him yes, you tell him no. I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> so it was very bitter, but we but it was interesting. a lot of dressing on it. It, it was, was interesting. Yeah. He you know, started to tell us all about the plants. This was just between here and Agua Dulce where he gathered this stuff. So, you know, told us a little bit about edible plants and then... And their life. And then it just went off from there. They probably spent two, three hours with us that evening and um, they were fascinating people. And 70-year-old retired professors from the uh, University of Maine. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And they had raised a family besides having careers and they had done all these other adventures. They, uh, I don't remember talking all that much about their PCT hike, really. Yeah, Everything other stuff, and I thought, wow, these people are amazing. And I thought, you know what? That's when we realized anybody would come out here, put on a pack at at the Mexican border, look north, and go, yeah, I could probably walk to Canada. Those are going to be interesting people. And that's when we sort of we were hooked. We said, okay, (laughs) we got to meet more of these. (laughs) How familiar were you with the PCT at this Uh, point? Good question. Okay, so. I was very familiar. Okay. You knew where it was and where it wasn't. <laughs> I knew that's true. That, yes. Enough yeah, to fuck with the other one. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. Um, I still didn't quite get it yet. I had, as a teenager, I had wanted to hike the trail. <laughs> Me and my backpacking buddy. Where are you from? Here in Southern California. Okay. And so, you know, I grew up hiking in the Sierra and we, uh, I knew a little scouts. bit about it. Uh, I'd heard of it. Wasn't, you know, wasn't real familiar with it. But then... One year we met a long distance hiker up in the Sierra and he hadn't done the whole trail, but he had done, he'd like been from Oregon and we met him in the Southern Sierra. So to us, that was like, wow. And that's when that kicked in for us. We said, oh man, we got to do this. That's Eric Ryback is right on the heels of High Adventure. Hmm. I was one of those, one of those guys, one of those old guys that read that book as kids and wanted to hike the trail. So and he so I to knew do all it. about. We were preparing. We were buying gear. 1973. We buying maps. He's gonna do it. And um, and I had a little knee injury. Um, I think as a, when I was a junior in high school. So that kind of changed those plans. Hmm. So I never got to hike my trail back in the day. 
So then, lo and behold, many, many years later, I moved here, and here it is, a trail right here where I, where I live. And mm. I was stoked, to say the least. Yeah. Did that have any, did the trail's proximity to the house have any influence on you getting this house? No. 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 Just happened to work out that way. No, yeah. we, I was we were actually living up in Northern California, and um, I we got, had a, I got we had work. a friend that lived here in town, and we stopped to visit. We were going to move. I had to move back down here. I, I was from here, moved away, and then I was going to move back. <laughs> He's like, work. we got to go to L.A. I'm like, oh, huh, uh, I'm not moving to L.A. I said, the closest you're getting me is Green Valley. And so this is where we wound up, um, moving back yeah. to Southern California, and just lo and behold, there's the trail. It was the first time I saw it. I was I was honestly surprised because back when I was planning my hike, the trail didn't come through here. It was a different trail. It was oh. um, there was uh, there's a been a lot route. of trail built since then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, I knew about the trail. So when I saw people walking through town with backpacks on, I was pretty excited. Yeah, and I would go talk to them. Yeah. Always. And then I got her. She's friendly anyhow, so it was winning hard getting her along on that. Well, at first I'd pick them up, give them, buy them a soda, give them some, you know, a couple asking, bucks and put them back on trail or whatever. And they'd just be going, okay, thanks, lady. Oh, yeah. I think no she idea. thought they were homeless. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. So you were a trail angel even before you had Casa de Luna. Yeah, kind of, yeah. And a devil, too. We used to mess with hikers. <laughs> oh, man. We, we, had a, we used to prank them every now and then. What kind, of, what kind of prank? Yeah. One of our fun stories. Okay. Jerry Stone. Jerry St- That was the name we used to always use. I don't know why lately you start calling it Mike, but... Mike, Jerry Smith. Jerry, well, okay. <laughs> why don't you just make up a name right now and we'll go okay. with that one. Jerry Smith and Great. his buddy Mike. Jerry Smith. <laughs> Mike was the guy at the store, right? Yes. Yeah. We see we agree on that, too. <laughs> so we were driving by the old store. And there's hot, this, hot, 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 hot summer day. that day. Midday. Cool. And there's this guy, and he's sitting on the ground, it, squished into the. It's this midday, so there's only a shade. little bit of shade. Sun straight up. <laughs> this guy's scrunched into it. And so. his, and so we pull up, and we're like, "Hey, how you doing?" He goes, "Oh yeah, we're doing okay." And we both looked at him like, yeah. "What do you mean we? we? The sun getting to you? Yeah, you know, you're sitting there alone. You better get buddy. a cold drink. You better get yeah. Stay out of the sun for a while." He goes, "No, no, no." Oh no, he goes, "My buddy's on his way." He said, "We're hitching over." He said, "We got to Bokeh Canyon Road, and it was just too damn hot. We we wanted to get here and cool off at this store. He'll be along." I'm like, "Oh, okay." We're, I said, yeah. well, "Where you? He's hitching from Bokeh. Okay, so we'll go get him." We're Where's he at? Okay, we'll go find him. I said, so before we go, um, he already told us his name and his buddy's name. And yeah. and he had mentioned that they had, I think, grown up together, went to school together. Yeah, they went to college together. He'd already given up a little bit yeah. of information. And then I said, okay, so where where was this? You grew up. What town was it? And he told me, name a high school. Yeah, and we they went to college together. What's a college? What college you go to? <laughs> okay, so I'm getting We're all this up. information. <laughs> so we go off to find his buddy. Yeah, we said, well, all right, we'll be back with your friend in just a few minutes. We take off, and we get over there, and we get right before Bokeh Canyon, and there's this guy leaning against a rock on the ground. He's just hot. And he wasn't hitchhiking. He no, was just, he was just uh, staying out of the sun. And so we, Joe stops the car, and he looks over, and he's like, Jerry? <laughs> this guy's head comes up. He's across the street on the other side, a ways away from us. He's like, yeah, on the other side of me. And Joe is like, Jerry Smith? He's <laughs> His head comes up. He's like, "Yeah." yeah. And he looked, I looked, looked at, at Terry. I said, "Oh my God, Terry!" He said, "It's Jerry Smith." 
The guy, I said, you know, all those stories I told you about the guys and stuff. I go, Jay, back in you, college in Pennsylvania. What remember? are you doing out here? I said, what do you have a backpack on? <laughs> now this guy's up and he's walking over, looking at me like. He was like, oh, my God, Jerry. I, I can't I believe it's been 30 up. years. I kept on. And this guy, you could see him. I right. knew the name of the high school, the college. Yeah. So you could see this poor guy, Wilted, trying to go back 30 years in his brain, trying to remember this guy from college. We're shaking hands. And he's, he's, and he's funny. He says, I'm really sorry. Cause it must be the heat, but I'm drawing a complete you. blank. He says, I can't place you at all. And uh, at that point... And then we started laughing. Yeah, we laughed and said, oh, we're just messing with you. Why don't you grab your pack? Let's go Let's go get we, uh, your buddy Mike. Oh, yeah, he goes, you know Mike, too. Hey, you know Mike? Oh, <laughs> yeah, we like... Yeah, no, no, no. we know Mike. We just met him at the store. We don't know you. And he's like, what? And he's still confused. <laughs> he still doesn't get it. Yeah, Even when you're telling him the truth, yeah, he can't put it yeah, together. Yeah, yeah. No, because he's that hot and yeah, tired and, yeah. and confused. I said, just get, I've been there. get your pack. We'll explain it on the way. <laughs> Boy, did we have a good laugh. That was a good one. Yeah. <laughs> so let's backtrack a little bit to vegetable soup. Uh, it's been kind of contested, I think, as to how many years ago this was. Can oh, we, no, no, that was 99. 99, so 20 Absolutely, years ago. that was 21, 21 years, years ago. 21 Tw- seasons. 21 because, seasons. Because, yeah, yeah, see, so you got yeah, to count 2000 is, a, is number one. The zero is the first, what well, no, would have been if it Math's never been my one. strong suit. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, 99, so we have the year. We have the year, okay, yeah. so you've been doing this since 99. Yeah. Can, I, can you talk a little bit about the evolution of how Casa de Luna has changed since that time? Okay, well, you want to finish the story how we started with? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which one? So We didn't finish? (laughs) No. (laughs) So after meeting those people, (laughs) after meeting those people, um, they said, we said, oh, we'd love to meet more people. Joe's like, but I can't oh. sit out on the corner with a pot of soup waiting for somebody oh, to walk Oh, that story. By. We're going back to the original yeah, couple here. Oh, I thought we were going back to Jerry. <laughs> Jerry's done. We're done with Jerry. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. They said, oh, there's these people called softlies that just started taking in hikers, and here's their phone Hikers number. actually go to their house. They know about them and go there. I said, oh, perfect. Yeah, that would be great. So they gave us their phone number, but you see my filing system here. Yeah, we <laughs> lost the phone number. <laughs> so the next year comes along, and we had just gotten a computer, and Joe is Googling everything. He's like, oh, my God, you can find anything wasn't on even, this It thing. wasn't Google back then. Yeah, it wasn't yeah, Google. You're right. You can, yeah, you can search for anything. And because of his getting ready to do the trail back in 73. I wanted to know when to look for hikers yeah. here. I yeah. knew there would be a, tr- a certain time window yeah. of opportunity. So yeah. that's why I was looking for some sort of information. Yeah, so he starts. He runs uh, across these trail journals. He starts reading this one um, couple, Nakona and Bald Eagle. Very, very, very well written. And journal, yeah. then he starts reading it to me. Got her hooked. Yeah, and it became like this soap opera. You remember trail journals? I think it's still around. <laughs> it still yeah. exists. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like a soap opera. Because you had to wait. Yeah, because this it was wasn't back like in the YouTube. Day when there was no cell phones, no nothing. I mean, yeah. they had what they called pocket mail back then. I just learned about that. Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes. You would, Can you refresh us on what it is? It's a little device. They that would you type would into it. Type your in journal. A terrible little keyboard. And then you put it up to a phone and it would translate over the phone, and the person on the other end would then take that information and put it onto the websites. Whoa. Wow. Yeah. I'm not aware that of was that. The hot, yeah. That was the hot technology. That was the hot commodity when we started. It would make those little <laughs> beep, 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 <laughs> the noises on the phone, like, yeah. Yeah, like a modem. Yeah. 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 
That's crazy. Yeah. And then yeah, so we so started it was a process. So we started reading the journal and got all excited, waiting for the next one to come out. Yeah, the updated oh, they yet? posted yet? No, oh, <laughs> no, not today. Yeah. So we we're like, oh, it'd be really cool to meet them. Um, and I'm like, well, how can we get a hold of them, Joe? And he's like, well, here's their itinerary. It'll they'll be in they, Wrightwood next. They had said in their in their last. Update. post they had mentioned that they were going to go pick up some packages in Wrightwood hmm. so, so he's like, like that's yeah, easy just send, send them a letter, letter general d- delivery and then they'll get it when they get their packages huh. all they had so, to do is show up yeah. wow yeah. you guys are really going out of your way to well, get we wanted to meet them and, that's cool. and yeah, otherwise that's awesome. we'd have to stand out at the trail and there weren't that many hikers then yeah that we knew of yeah, yeah. but so, I, so I yeah sit we down. did want to meet them yeah. <laughs> so I sit down and I write this letter hi I'm Terry Anderson I'm 38. I don't even know the ages anymore. I'm 38. My husband. But I get Joe older Anderson. every time she tells me. For some reason, <laughs> she gets younger. Joe Anderson. He's 30, 46 or whatever. And and um, we and we'd love kids. to meet you. We have two oh. kids, and we've been reading your journals, and we'd love to meet you when you come through, and invite you over for dinner. And we're not weirdos. We're not weirdos. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we're not yes. weirdos. And so the flip side is, they came back five years later after this, and they told us they said. So we get to the post office, we get our stuff, and there's this letter from some strangers. <laughs> Which that was weird. Yeah. Like, Uh-oh, we have stalkers. Yeah. <laughs> and so they start reading it, and they're like, okay, okay, why would they put, we're not weirdos, that's pretty weird. <laughs> oh, my yeah, gosh. Red, red flag. Yeah. I thought so, too. Yeah. <laughs> and so they said, well, they did offer food, so we'll do the phone said, test. We'll call and talk we'll, to them, and yeah. if they sound creepy, <laughs> we'll just make an excuse. Yes, exactly. Yeah, exactly. We, yeah, we get it. We got interviewed. Yeah. So they called. They're we like, passed. okay, yeah, we'll be there within a week, you know, no problem. I'm like, cool, cool. We're so excited. <laughs> so a few days later, they call back, and they're like, oh, we have a problem. So-and-so's got shin splints, so it's going to be a couple extra days. And we're like, okay. Then they call back again. So-and-so's got... You know, a flu or whatever. So it's gonna be a couple more days, and we're thinking, damn. I'm thinking, dang it, just get here. That happened three or four times, I think. (laughs) Yeah, it seemed like it. I began to think they're just (laughs) never gonna make it. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I hope they get to listen to this too. Um, (laughs) And um, so eventually, they did call in the evening. They called one evening and said, we're, and we both picked up the phones. We're actually gonna roll out of here. They were at the Softleys. They said we're gonna leave tomorrow morning. There's one more problem. But we have one more problem. I'm thinking, thinking okay, oh that's it. Forget it. <laughs> and they said, well, what, you you invited, you wrote the letter to my boyfriend and I. She said, but we're with four other people, so we didn't want to bring them unexpectedly, but we didn't want to leave them yeah. at, tra- at the trail because it's like our group. Yeah. Yeah. And we said, "Oh hell no, bring them." Yeah. That sounds, you know, that sounds great. That's more fun. Bring it. It's a party. And anybody um, else you meet on the trail? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We invited everybody that day, but there weren't, you know, there weren't hundred people a day rolling through yeah. back then. In fact, I don't think there were hundred people on trail that year. <laughs> this All is ninety nine. We're still talking about. Right? This was two thousand. This was the following year okay. when we actually did. Start the microphone. Up there. The following <laughs> year. This week. I'm sorry. I'm not used to this. <laughs> I'm not used to it. So we hang I need up. a headset. So when she says, Wait, let me okay. get it. No, I'm, I'm just she kidding. she says, I'm we'll sorry. be there tomorrow night at this time. Yes, she We're did. like, okay, cool. So we both hang up our phones. I run out. I jump in the car and I take off. Joe's like, what the hell? Where's she going? Didn't she hear tomorrow night at this time? So this little light bulb goes on in my head. I thought, oh, she's going to be here tomorrow night at this time. There's got to be hikers up there at that kiosk by the ranger station. So I go pulling up there, and there's 
15 hikers. Oh, wow. I just, She's like, oh, like, oh, jackpot. Oh, my God. I jump out of the car. I'm like, hi, I'm Terry Anderson. I'm not a weirdo. Nicole and the Bald Eagle are coming over for dinner tomorrow night. They're just kind of You need to get a sign on this place. That's just we're not And um, so everybody's kind of like, yeah, okay, hi. I'm like, okay, does anybody want to take a shower, go to the store? 11 hikers piled into our Chevy Lumina. I'm there's five in the front. I'm like as far over to the left as I can when I'm driving. The car scraped and it coming in the driveway. Yeah. I was sitting out front, watch it come in and scrapes into the driveway. Now look, I can see people, but when they started getting out, it was ridiculous. It was like a clown car. People it was just a kept total clown out. car. <laughs> and so I run in, I'm like, all right, you two, there's the showers. When you're done, show the other two. And everybody else loaded up and we took off to the store. And so Joe's standing here with these other two guys. While the other guys are in the shower, he's like, hi, how you doing? <laughs> and they had some bizarre trail names. I, 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 you know, hey, I'm Rock Hopper. He's I like, don't okay. Remember. This is really weird. And I One thought, of them. Okay, that's odd. Yeah, Give one of them tapeworm. was tapeworm. Was, uh, <laughs> Joe's like, whoa, okay, okay. <laughs> Here's the hand sanitizer. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, and those two guys jump out of the shower. Those guys jump in, and it was like it was orchestrated. Oh, yeah, and then all, yeah, yeah, yeah. They were quick, very yeah. quick. We never had seen people take and, showers. And then the other two had equally disturbing trail <laughs> names. We had teenagers. <laughs> oh, and then when they came out, the car pulled up, and. Everybody got back in the car and off they went. And <laughs> yeah. that all happened in about 15, maybe Seriously, like maybe 20 minutes at the most. So I drive back up there. I take everybody. I'm like, okay, guys, if anybody wants to come and stay the night, you know, we have pizza, beer, wine, whatever. Oh, no, thank you. We want to get an early start because it's supposed to be hot tomorrow and, you know, yada, yada. And but this one Plus guy, they all thought you were a weirdo. Yeah, that's <laughs> very possible. <laughs> but this one guy Pretty jumps sure. up and he's like, I'm up for the whatever. <laughs> I'm like, okay, let's go. <laughs> so he was actually our first overnight guy. He came back by himself. He yeah, came back. By alone. Everybody else stayed. See, he had hit, yeah. he'd hiked the AT. So he uh, knew. And he knew yeah. what was up. Gotcha. He he can you yeah. could you know, after you've hiked a trail to, you know, the, yeah. The, yeah, those are the moments that you live. Yeah, That's yeah, what yeah. makes it through. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So he yeah. came down, stayed the night, and his name was his trail name was Lamont Jackson. <laughs> trail name. Trail name. He was the whitest guy from Florida that you'll ever meet, but he chose to pick the blackest name he could pick to let people think that there was an African American on the trail. He wanted to By represent signing that name in registers. Yeah, and he wanted to rep he he grew up with you know all, his, he said all of his brothers. So he wanted to represent them on the trail also. As he so said he was surprised of, when he hiked the AT that he didn't see any black hikers on yeah. the trail. Oh yeah. It's, and it it's starting to pick up. Yeah. A Yay. little bit slowly yeah. but true. Yes. Yeah. Um, uh, Lamont Jackson, yes, Lamont from, Jackson. from Florida, and what a character. <laughs> yes. What so a character. We had a great time. Next morning, Joe gets up really early, like 5.30, makes him breakfast, breakfast and we, the whole shebang. Whole, took a whole pot of coffee when we left, and as we're driving past the ranger station, which is where people used to camp, camp. Uh, on their way through here, we looked over, and everybody, he goes, oh, let me see. Oh, everybody's still there. He says, oh, pull in, pull in. I got to mess with these guys. <laughs> so I pulled in there, and he jumps out. and He's like, morning, Most of them were still laying in their sleeping bags. There was a couple of, was a couple of them sitting at the picnic table with their little alcohol soles, trying to warm their hands because it was kind of cool that morning. 
And um, yeah, he just rubbed it yeah, in. He's he like, says, man, you guys missed a good time. Yeah, y'all should have come down. He says, man, yeah, I he had, made stuff up. I had all <laughs> kinds of stuff last night. I had breakfast. He's like, well, see you down the trail. So yeah. much for that early start. And he whistles and takes off walking, you know. And they're all just sitting there like, oh. It's sad puppies. Yeah. <laughs> Until I held up the coffee pot. Yeah. <laughs> that cheered him up a little. So Nakona, that's that's yeah. the event that got us started. Yeah. Basically. So Nakona and Bald Eagle and their group showed up. And they up that did night. show up. And then after that, I just drove back and forth to the ranger station four, five, ten times a day. Every day. Because like, I had trolling. no idea. Yeah, <laughs> trolling. Trolling for hikers. <laughs> Managed to pull in 40 the first year. Second year, we got our first referral. We had 80. Um, third year was 160. I'm like, four, this is doubling. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Like, this can't keep happening. Yeah. Did you see and the then, writing on the wall at that point? Did well, you know the numbers no, I were still? To, I kept trying to drag people in. Yeah. I'm like, I don't yeah. care. Yeah. And yeah. the more, numbers more, were more. still so small that it wasn't fearful yet. Yeah. It wasn't. You know, yeah. Like, Are the oh, neighbors okay. starting to get worried at this point? <laughs> no, no. You know what? Well, we really. have been blessed with no. the best neighbors ever, ever, ever. Early on, um, we had a slight incident with the na- the closest neighbor over there, but. It was because we were set up over there. Yeah. And, you know, we were making noise and carrying on. And, mm-hmm. yeah, we were right next to his fence. So yeah. he said, hey. Uh, can you move that away said, a little? you know what? You're sure. right. I'm sorry. And but, that, that yeah. Was... So now the last two years, we've had over 2,000 people. Wow. Yeah. It's, can you talk about the difference in managing, you know, 80 people versus 2,000 people? Like... Well, I'll tell you what. These last several years, I couldn't have done it without some amazing helpers hmm. that have come through especially on the days when my lupus kicks in oh forget it i just you know i'm getting up at five every morning i go to bed at midnight every night and by god i try and get a nap in when i can so what does your day look like get up in the morning joe wakes me up when he's moving around (laughs) (laughs) you mean a hiker normal hiker season when the northbound crew's coming through yeah typically I mean, it, what it was until just recently, but I would get up and do the morning. I would get, I would Thanks. do coffee and pancakes. Uh-huh. I wanted a moment with each person individually because we lost that a few years ago, several years ago, which is, we'll get back to your original question. Okay. That's one of the biggest differences. Yeah. We lost personal contact yeah. with hikers several years ago. So in order f- to maintain that for me, I'm in there making pancakes. Everybody's got to come in and st- you at least get them, if not have to stand and yeah. wait for a minute. Yeah, he handed me pancakes. <laughs> I remember you. Yeah. I remember no, when you don't. Yeah. <laughs> I do, actually. You don't forget yeah. that hair. No, yeah. I do. Yeah, me too. Um, I don't think we had much interaction. I don't know. We didn't do anything. I don't talking. think we didn't. No, I was in rough shape at that point. I just laid yeah. in my tent for most of it. Yeah, most people, when they get here, it's, this is their first month. So they're, you know. They're tired. They're getting there, but they're, they're tired. A lot of people have done the first 20 mile day to get here yeah. from Ago Dulce. Yeah. Yeah. So the day. I sidetracked myself out right yeah, out of whatever I was talking what, about. Yeah. You were talking about the personal pancakes. connection and the pancakes. Pancakes. Yeah, yeah, I would go do the pancakes in the morning and, and then and coffee and get a chance to say hello to everybody and make a smart ass comment. <laughs> I ask them your name and where you're from. That's all I really want to know. I yeah. used to ask everybody, what do you do in the uh-huh. real world? I got away from that. Why I don't want to know. Because you make an immediate judgment on somebody as uh, soon as you know what they are sure. in the real life. And yeah. I, that's one of the beautiful things about trail life. You don't great, know, and it's an yeah. equalizer. Yeah, it's a great equalizer. And you don't make. I 
try really I, I don't want to make judgments about people based on their outside life if i'm hiking with somebody for a while i want it to be just that relationship and and those people don't normally i can in be the outside world either i don't want to be you know i don't want to have it affect my judgment of them yeah yeah, you've got I mean, a it will. I know drug it will. salesman versus next to a doctor. Like, yeah. where yeah, else yeah, in yeah. life are they going to meet? Other than a doctor kid. buying drugs. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Or kids right out of college and, yeah. you know, no idea where they're going. Yeah. But anyway, but, yeah, I, I ask them the name, out. where they're from, and I, you know, try to make some sort of smart ass comment. <laughs> and then we go out and start taking photos in front of the banner. Oh, I yeah. Like to try and get everybody's, everybody's phone picture on. before they leave. Yep. And um, that's an event in itself. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> And um, <laughs> then after we get people shoveled or shoveled, yeah, sometimes it's <laughs> like it is like yeah. oh my god, it's like herding kittens trying to take a photo. Um, sometimes shuttled, shuttled. Yes. Once everybody's successfully shuttled out of here, yes, then it's kind of rest time for a little while. It's either take a nap unless it's shopping day, which at like every third day is a day to go shopping, or for if her. there's yeah for me. He goes and plays in his garden. Yeah, when I'm done, hides in his room for the rest of the day. How much pancake batter do you go through during peak season? (laughs) Um, probably about. I I think think we went through like 500 pounds of pancake batter this year. That is amazing. I'd have to look at the receipts and stuff. That is a lot of pounds. Sounds about right. Yeah, Yeah. I'm gonna like look at all the receipts. In 25 pound boxes. Yeah. Yeah. See how many tons of. Taco salad stuff. How many tons of pancake mix? Yeah. And do you guys so actually eat that too, or do you eat it? No. I was gonna say, how do you do it? Nah, 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 nah. no, 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 starve. So the, I, I, I've never, I'm not a, I don't like pancakes to begin with. Yeah, uh, I never I'm have. Diabetic, so so that that's not an issue. The taco salad, we ate that for a little while when mm-hmm. we first started doing it, but and then after about quickly got times, sick like, of it, <laughs> ate too much of it. Yeah. And um, the rest of our day, we either get a nap, run people to the emergency or urgent care, or met- a regular MetroLink. There's yeah, a lot oh, of times or MetroLink. Is that like dehydration? No, I, no, I, I, no. I mean it's not a regular not, thing. It's a, there's a lot. It's a of regular times, thing to take somebody into town. Yeah, uh-huh. probably two, three times a week. How often do you see issues with uh, poodle dog bush? Is that in the area? Uh, no, you know what? In, that that okay. faded out after once the, this year. Okay, one case this year, but. After the fire, there was like, what, 40, 50 people that came through with it? That first year was the worst, and each year after that, it It got got a little... I think it loses its potency or something. I don't know. Plus, they did some trail work out there and cleared cleared a lot of it one year. Yeah. And then, when I get back from shopping or finishing my nap, then it's time for taco salad. So I usually get a couple volunteers to stir the beans and the cheese. Pot stirs. Yep, pot stirs. The daily pot stirs. And yeah. we get that all ready, and then I try and serve around six or seven. She and gives a little speech. Give my little spiel. What is the spiel? You don't have to give it verbatim, <laughs> yeah. but like. The spiel is, you know, kind of the guidelines about the house, so I don't have to While be she's waving a stick. I have my yardstick. <laughs> don't hold your plate over the food. Correct. <laughs> if you do, you're you going to get, get a hit. <laughs> right on the butt. Yep. 
And if I, I got hit. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. A lot of people forget. A lot of people do. <laughs> but I Terry sh- doesn't. And she's right there with the stick. I'm ready. <laughs> Just watching. Yeah. Waiting. There was like a Air Force general captain. I don't know what he was. I forgot now. But I spanked his little butt too. <laughs> I don't care if you're high up in the army or navy or whatever. You're going to get it. Get that plate over. Speaking of but, which, I heard there's um, a method in which you can elicit a very genuine smile from people when you're taking the yes, photos there is do, do you care to share um yeah might as well we're done basically <laughs> there's no southbound who's gonna hear this it's not like no. a, oh whoa 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 i don't think he meant literally <laughs> i think when he said share okay no. since you're not here or didn't yeah. see that for the people me, who are uh, listening yeah. uh terry just turned around and dropped um <laughs> right here just um, wound him yeah Cassidy. 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 i gotta Cassidy. say it worked we gotta we laughed <laughs> it gets the best yeah. smiles or people going ah <laughs> when did, okay. so when did that start hmm. wow oh i don't know no idea <laughs> not a clue yeah and then after dinner but it's been going a long time <laughs> trying to finish our day people, after dinner oh, oh. then we do a quick little bandana dance we know she i, I okay, i'm me. long gone by then yeah he's hiding um i have people dance up to the porch up here and they get their bandana Lot, some people are like, I'm not dancing. I'm like, I don't care. Just wiggle. Don't take yourself so damn serious. Yeah. You know, have fun with it. Yeah, it's a long trail, and most of them do. And even and if they don't, by the end, I'll still go up and give them a bandana. Like whatever. So how does a bandana work? Or do you design it? Like what's no, no. Now? Okay, it's worse. It, it's not us. We don't. We no. only hand them out. Got it. Yeah. They. It they were used to be given out at the kickoff. Mm. Yeah. When the kickoff ended, the, the the folks that give out the bandana. And then at the softlies. Um. Asked us if we would pass them out here. Uh, was mm-hmm. it the softlies also? Yeah. yeah. Um, yes, it was. <laughs> and then, um, anyway, so yeah, that started with Gotta Go Cupcake and Yogi. And then this last year, um, Gotta Go had to back out of it. So now Yogi is Yogi and Cupcake are running it. And yeah. And they're, they're doing a great job. It's a great memento for, or momento, momento? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, for the hikers uh-huh. to go home with. So, who's going to be handing out the bandanas when you guys go? Triple Crown Outfitters, no, actually. Okay. And she says that she's going to carry on the dancing tradition. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, she was happy yep. about that. Yeah. So, after they close during the day, they're going to go over to Grumpy Bears. And then have everybody do a dance and get their bandana. <laughs> nice. Yeah. That's good. She's nice. like, I don't want to just boringly hand them out. Yeah. <laughs> you got to earn it. You got to yeah. earn it. You're getting Heck something. Yeah. Heck yeah. yeah. Let your hair down. Yeah. yeah. And then, yeah, after the dance, people, they're tired. It's like 8 o'clock. They're ready to go to bed. Yeah. So the few that hang out would hang out out front. And we told them, when you go through the gates, be very quiet. Don't wake up anybody else in the forest. Keep your noise out front. So... Yeah, it worked. So the forest, was it always the forest? Because, I mean, for people that don't know, it's basically your backyard has this big forest with a bunch of paths through it and all these cool things. The magical Manzanita yeah. forest. Yeah. Was it like that, or did you have to make it, the, your own paths? It started out small. It started it, out just one It was a gradual period. progression. It yeah. was some, we, when we moved in here, we went and, like, cut a few cut a, trails. Yeah. Mainly it was just trails we were cutting. And there was naturally some cleared spots. 
those turned into campsites early on. People would go wandering out there and go, hey, this looks great. And, and they would check. camp in the available flat spots. There weren't. There were a few. They kind of made some, and we made some, yeah, and then a little bit. Jackass and showed then up Jackass one year and went out and made a, a whole hiker. bunch more. And they were staying here with us, them. helping us get ready one year. And he went out there every day for about a week with tools. Kick some and butt. I didn't even ask him what he was doing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and about three days into his project, he goes, "Well, don't." I'm you curious what I'm doing out there? I'm like, oh, a little bit. So I went out and he had made all these cool spots. I'm like, wow. Yeah. Awesome. So, so mm. what's the most amount of people that you can sleep back there now? Or our biggest night last year was 92. Wow. This year, our biggest night was 87. And I think everybody was out there. Every, I mean, they're all over there. Yeah. Once on the side, in a while, when there's that many, there'll be one or two that. Especially if they get here late and they, it's already they you know, go it's into pretty the packed. overflow. They'll just go out in the back in that open area. We'll don't normally don't like anybody in that area more than everybody up in the forest. Yeah, but, but you know it works out. Big, yeah, yeah. They're, so we've had yeah over ninety comfortably. I mean wow. they just and they disappear. Yeah, yeah. and you can't even like tell the beauty of it. We can have you know eighty people out here for dinner and then an hour later there's fifteen quiet. sitting out there. And it's mellow, yeah. Yeah, you're going to have to look at it Where'd before we leave. Go? Oh, yeah. I, I had gotten in at night. So when we did, I was telling Zach, when we did that day, it was from the softlies to here, and I was not in shape for 20s. My whole group came. They kind of just assumed that I would not make it. And I got in, like, way after sunset, found my way to just an open spot set up, and in the morning, I could not find my way out. And I knew breakfast was going on, and I could hear people talking, and I kept walking past the same tents, and I was like, I'm going to die in here. I drove for you. <laughs> Sober. It was the morning. Uh, I just It was dark when I had gone you. in. Yeah. That's funny, so on the way out, a lot of people there's... lose their tent. I've watched somebody out there for 40 minutes looking for their tent. <laughs> we just sit here and we kind of giggle and laugh. Yeah. Yeah, I heard another tradition, uh, something about painted rocks. Oh, oh yeah. man, that's yeah, that's thousands. You'll see that too out back. Yeah, yeah there's there's quite a few yeah. out front, but there's a whole lot more out back. Tell us about that. Yeah, that was um actually be- friend begun. Jacqueline her friend Jacqueline is an artist, and she Jacqueline's so, been painting rocks for a while. Yeah, so we ja- have a sign up here that Jacqueline actually painted, and that was because of a blog. And the hippie daycare. Yeah, the yeah. hippie daycare sign. Some people have written that you get to the softlies and it's run with corporate efficiency, has every, <laughs> you know, corporate, every, every imaginable amenity. hiker amenity and, and run with corporate efficiency. Yeah. <laughs> then you hike 24 miles later, you get, get to, to the, the Andersons, Andersons which and it's is more like hippie, hippie daycare. daycare. <laughs> yeah. So me and my friend who paints. So, <laughs> so we thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. So we latched on to like, the hippie daycare. And I thought, oh, that's good. We were proud of it. Yeah. <laughs> So then, I mean, we were talking. We're like, "Oh, hippie daycare! You got to have arts and crafts." And she's like, "Oh, I've got all this flagstone. I've got some paints." And she's got, "I got more paints and flat." Yeah. So, so it just took off. Just took. Tupperware full of paints and some brushes and a bunch of rocks and a table. And now we're the proud owner. And of now and that um, of we're um, <laughs> contemplating moving. I got to do something with all those rocks. I got to get out of here. Actually, what we're going to do. We actually have a plan. We're in a, yeah, we're in the process. I'm in the process of setting something up, whether it's a Etsy page or something, but we've got to sell these rocks. We're going we to offer like them as offer souvenirs. Them as a piece of history. Piece Anybody of wants history. To, a memory of Casa de Luna yeah, delivered to their rocks. door. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, we want to buy a couple. We're <laughs> glad to... 
help you out. Yeah. And so yeah. that'll help us yeah. greatly just, you know, getting rid of them and um, yeah. help us, period. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, <clears throat> I, I don't know if you remember Peppa, but my buddy Peppa was saying that mm. he had thought that you guys should have just like everyone get a flat rate box and then just send them all up to Washington. And just play a prank on the post office. <laughs> oh, what a way to move oh, in. Huh? <laughs> Welcome to the neighborhood. Uh, well, Here's our stuff. Post, post office would hate us yeah. immediately. We'll get, the, we'll get the flat rate boxes and mail them to the people that send the money to mail them to them. Exactly. <laughs> Not to us. Um, so We're going to keep a few. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there's some great rocks out there. <laughs> but we can't keep thousands. There's literally no. thousands of rocks yeah. out there. Yeah. Um, So we've mentioned a couple of times that people will do the soft loops to here in a day. Mm -hmm. Um, Do you know about the 24 by 24 by 24 challenge? Oh, yeah, of course we do. my God. I'm going to guess you have some opinions on it. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, that started in... It's a great idea if you're an idiot. (laughs) Can you first introduce what that is for those who... That's 24... Okay, because there's different versions of it. I've heard different... It's 24 beers in 24 miles. Mm -hmm. Not hours. In 24 hours. 24... That's what they said. See, that's that's how these things get so messed by up. By it doesn't matter if it's twenty four hours. <laughs> I that's, know. that's not. It's twenty four miles between here and there. Yeah, yeah. Twenty four. Twenty four in the twenty four. Yeah. A beer a mile. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so first time it was funny. Yeah. Second no, time. No, you didn't think. No, it was funny no. This the guy's first time. come rolling out of cars all drunk. No, no, that wasn't the first and, time. I don't think. Yeah, that was that was Chopper and and. Savior right. and yeah, 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 all yeah, 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 yeah. boots right. and all and, them. Yeah, with the dad yeah. supporting them. Yeah, they had a vehicle support and all kinds of stuff. So, yeah. Anyway, it's... People, one no. guy got lost up in the mountains. He had blacked out. His friends bedded him down at the ranger station. He wakes up to go to the bathroom at like 1 o'clock in the morning, takes off wandering somewhere, still in a blackout, wakes up at like 3 or 4 in the morning, comes to... And he's like, where's my shoes? Where's my backpack? Where am I? And he slept in a culvert till daylight. And then he started walking on a dirt road. And <laughs> thank God a Jeep went by. Wow. And his friends were down here just calling 911 for rescue. Wow. So, yeah. I think she just made that one up. Oh, actually. my God. You know what? Oh my God. I've never you. heard this story oh, I ever. I love you. I love you. <laughs> oh, I love you. <laughs> Sounds like a believable story. Uh, um, no. No, we, we don't exactly. like it. We no. we never we, did like it. We added another 24 to it. Yeah. You're going to pull those 24s? Stay at the trailhead for 24 hours. Sober up. Yeah. Then sure. come down. Sure, sure. Yeah, we never yeah. told anybody not to do it. I said, yeah. you know, Step do what you got to do. Have fun. Yeah. But just don't come here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll go on record saying don't do it because yeah, that no, sounds I mean, unsafe. But oh, yeah, I'm surprised terribly you don't hear unsafe. that story all the time. Oh yeah, I mean that's not the only one, but yeah. And, 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 and you know we, that's not how we that's not how we want to meet people. Right. Yeah, is them coming and throwing up as they step into the driveway. Right. Yeah. Has yeah. it happened a lot this year? No. Oh, a couple of times it okay. did. Not yeah. that I was aware of. Yeah. Well, I didn't see it, but I was. And- I, I wasn't hiding. I had a goddamn back surgery. <laughs> Christ's sake, hiding in my room. I'm recovering from <laughs> back surgery. <laughs> Shit. So um, I want to go more. I get no into, love here. <laughs> I want to go more into because I think this is a really interesting topic. Uh, Joe, you brought up the loss of the personal interaction with hikers. Yes, yeah. Has that had any impact? Because I know you guys are moving. Has that are those correlated at all? Oh no, Mm-mm. no, no. 
It's just no, no, beautiful I'm, in Washington. Just, yeah, you know, okay. Uh, and Time I'm, to retire. Yeah, I'm retiring. And that was a plan, I mean, for a little while was eventually... Oh, I thought we were going to die here in Green Valley. If I grow old, I'd be one of the old timers in Green Valley. And little did I know that Washington existed. (laughs) Yeah, that was before she got up there. I was like, oh, I'm ready. Let's go. So how did you get hooked on Washington? I went up to visit my son and grandkids and and daughter-in-law and just, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah. Where in Washington? uh, Near Paul. They're in Paulsbo. So... Right at the bottom, by the Hood Canal Bridge area, or the lower uh, Olympic Peninsula area. Is that where you guys are going to be? Yeah. Cool. Somewhere in that vicinity, yeah. Yeah. So we, we, and we both independently and separately fell in love with Washington yeah. right about the same time. Um, what was it for you? Uh, hiking. Okay. Yeah. In 17, uh-huh. my plan was, I started in Aetna, and my plan was to finish California and Oregon. But that, if you remember 17, mm-hmm. Oregon was all on fire. Yeah. Yep. So <clears throat> when I arrived in Oregon, um, my hiking partner who arrived to hike with me in Oregon trail, su- trail su- suggest- <laughs> suggested <laughs> that perhaps we didn't want to hike in smoke. <laughs> she certainly didn't want to, and yeah. she was trying to convince me that I didn't want which I didn't. So the plan became, instead of hiking, my car was in Portland, so I was basically hiking to port to my car and uh, core. I don't know, I don't know what was. I don't know what I was going to say. Boston, I was hiking to my car, and um, she said, "Well, you can hike to your car from Washington. How's that sound?" Because she had her van. She said, "We'll just road trip somewhere to Washington, figure out where you want to start, and then we'll go south in Washington." I thought, "Man, that's a great idea." So we headed up to Stevens Pass. And proceeded southbound in Washington, and wow. It was on Wow. Yeah. Now I know why everybody, not everybody, almost everybody, after their through hikes, you ask them, what was your favorite part? Washington, immediately. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Immediately, everybody, Washington. When they start, they think, oh, the Sierras, the Sierras. Which no, is you haven't been to pretty Washington. impressive. The Sierra yeah. is very impressive in, 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 a, in a different way. But uh, mm-hmm. but the whole state of Washington, or at least I, oh sorry, I didn't get to see the whole state. <laughs> so my my southbound Washington section was interrupted by fire snoqualmie passed by yet another fire in south washington yep so i got off trail at that point went to a friend's house in portland to figure out what to do next and wound up on the coast of washington Mm. oh my god (laughs) holy (laughs) shit (laughs) wow um the peninsula i just can't wait oh man (laughs) it was beautiful (laughs) Uh, so I came home. I'm thinking, okay, I think this is where I want to retire. He's thinking, how am I going to talk Terry yeah. into going? I'm thinking, hmm, I wonder what you know. I wonder what she'll think about it. And when I mentioned it, I said, what do you, you know, when we retire here, uh, what do you think about going somewhere? And she goes, yeah, Washington would be great. <laughs> <laughs> really? He's like, oh, that was oh, easy to okay. talk about that. <laughs> it's another vegetable soup moment. Oh, yeah, that will totally. That's an omen, you yeah. know. If out of all 50 states, she said Washington. So are you guys going to be close to the trail? Or Hell no. <laughs> no. Hell are you, no. Are you no. done with the uh, trail angeling days? No, 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 no. Actually, um, I'm actually looking forward to going up and doing some secret trail magic yeah, we can up go in up Washington. And camp for a week somewhere go up, on yeah. the trail. Go up to uh, join stay. our friends yeah. that does the Stampede Pass trail magic maybe or do something of our own. Yeah. Or, yeah. You know, I wanted to continue yeah 
That'll maybe be, I'm yeah. thinking maybe go up and do some Southbounder trail magic because yeah, Southbounders don't get any love. Yeah, yeah. You yes, know, it, everybody's yeah. getting. You guys aren't over us that Okay, easy. this is another. <laughs> here's another problem, and I'm, not, I'm sorry, not problem. Uh, here's another difference of now is these is hikers are getting overloved now. Mm-hmm. <sighs> They're getting too much love from the public. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Here we go. I, I, okay, don't get. I'm, don't get I don't want to get off too off on this. Get on the soapbox. Yeah, do it. No, but it's it's kind of important. The it's, difference. That's one a of big the part of the difference yeah. that's happened for us. And is the, we saw it when the social media thing is just really taken over. Yeah. One of the first was, shockers was somebody posting, "Hey, we're going to be at such and such place." Anybody want to bring us up pizza and beer? Yeah, we'll be like, there this afternoon, probably around four ish. So if anybody, anybody feels wants like to show up with pizza and, pizza and beer, that'd be great. Really? I thought, oh, you're uh, you're soliciting trail magic on Facebook. So it isn't trail magic. It's not trail magic. It's not anymore. Yeah, you're it's begging. Not serendipity. No. You're, you're, no, no, that exactly. Yeah. That's what you yeah. want. Is that's a, what's anon- um, not anonymous, but just um, um, For it to not expected. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Yes, this takes all. It takes a lot of the fun out of it. It's a big problem on the Appalachian Trail too, where hikers just become accustomed to seeing it at every road crossing, especially in the south. And yeah, yeah, Yeah. I think some people they want to help hikers so much that they're loving the trail. Yes, exactly. There was a time this year where we, I mean, we were ahead of the bubble this year on the AT, but there was a time where I remember we looked at each other and we're like, we could really go without it for a little bit yeah like we we noticed it in ourselves yeah that like we felt spoiled wow we felt like we were seeing it too much we wanted to make miles and we kept stopping and talking to people and it was like we would appreciate this more if we went a little bit without Mm -hmm. it yeah right yeah one thing we've tried to reiterate especially of more of late is that if you want to give back to the trail, the best way to do that is trail maintenance, trail work. Like that's, Absolutely. Yeah, that's the thing that the trail could always use more of. And, right. Uh, or yes. go help an established place or something. Yeah, yeah sure. You know, out there. Sure. Yeah, there's um, a lot of ways. I heard that you did you did a bit of trail maintenance or you were into trail maintenance at a period of time? Yeah, we have. Yeah. I've done. I've, I've done quite little. a bit of trail maintenance. Yeah, how did you get into that? Well, oh, it was just a natural thing. I mean, well, well we I had... had um, the trail crew came up here yeah i would i was the president of the community club and somebody stopped over and says hey do you mind if this group's the trail gorillas trail gorillas i'm like well sure so i i bedded them down over there and let them be their base camp and and we're like oh that was my first time i volunteered um they were up here for like a 10-day project yeah and i just said hey that sounds great and i jumped in and joined them and kind of got kind of oh, got hooked man. on it um i enjoyed the hell out of it and it's definitely needed yeah which section of trail well Just right here is where area. i volunteer okay. in my local area here yeah. um that's someone you might want to check out that's pete fish he's yeah. a yeah. legend this, in, in, this. of trail work yeah oh, what yeah. a doll yeah. yeah donna suggested that as well yeah yeah definitely so what would you say to encourage someone to do trail maintenance like what is the fun parts of it or the rewarding aspects the rewarding part is arriving and and seeing damaged trail and at the end of a day or a weekend looking at a groomed beautiful repaired nice trail and you get out and you move and And knowing that's hopefully going to last for you know a long time yeah and you get to meet these interesting people on that are doing the trail work too they're dotty oh daddy his teacher yeah and there's a bit of camaraderie on the crew yeah Yeah. 
It was funny, yeah. I got Dottie, yeah. I got to work with her. I was assigned to her for She's my... kind of this bossy teacher lady. <laughs> uh, we got along great. Yeah. I didn't realize I was assigned to her to, like, I don't know. It was great. Yeah, I had a great time. She, she taught me a lot. Awesome. So, so do you notice the poetry of both you guys and the Softleys retiring the same year after starting at that, about yeah, the same that time? That was yeah. incredible. And we're moving an hour away from yeah, each other, right. yeah, just that, like we are right now. Like, uh, it's, that's, um, that's so I find crazy. that very odd. Yeah. <laughs> there's speculation that there's some like dark uh, trail angel community where you guys are communicating no. this and coordinating. <laughs> Not you know, at all. Just purely coincidental. Coincidental. Uh-huh. Yep. I mean, yeah. I've got kids and grandkids and stuff up there, so yeah. That's, yeah. And do you guys and keep? Yeah. Do you guys keep in close contact? Like, do you communicate on hikers? Like, watch out oh, yeah. for? Yeah. I just talked a to bit. Donna. Yeah, I just talked to her day before yesterday because of the fire, and uh-huh. said, "All right, I've got five. You know, three on trail in between us, and I've got five sitting here wondering what to do." And and so she gave me the info of what was going on over there and said, okay, you guys, you can go now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is there anything else you wanted to touch on in terms of like how you've noticed the trail or hikers change since you've been involved with the community? Um, you know what? It is what it is at this point. And I just, I, I love everybody. So whatever whatever it's gonna it's gonna take its course and you know there'll be changes and we're gonna be part of the changes and it'll be interesting to see what happens mm-hmm. what happens to all the uh, hiker not banners. Bandi- the banners yeah the banners where are they going well i Ooh, would like well. to i would like to put those in an art gallery for like a month <laughs> and what I have a hiker that has a gallery okay. in Portland. That's, oh, awesome! So, I, news to me. Oh, I've told you about this several times. Good God! <laughs> Anyways, so I'd like to like put them up for an exhibit, and then have a few people from each year come and sit with their ba- you know their banner or whatever, and and then after that, I don't know, might have to auction them off or something. You need somewhere to put the 2017 one. Um, <laughs> we need a new backdrop yeah, for our recording yeah. studio. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Mm. Um, <laughs> so if you guys are cool with it, I'd like to back up a little bit to the previous Absolutely question because yeah. it seemed like that there was. Oh, sorry, I got on a tangent. No, that's fine. that's fine. It seemed like you have emotions or thoughts about the way things have changed, and maybe thoughts about the direction that the trail is headed. Since you've been so entrenched with it, I'd be curious to get your take on that. Um. Yeah. Okay. So first of all, let me start by saying that the the book and the movie. Which everybody Wild. warned us yeah. of. Yes, yeah. yes. Oh my God, it's Oh my God, explode. look out, look out. Nothing. Mm-hmm. We yeah. did not see a significant. It was already growing the, 200 the rate was our, at that point. The rate continued yeah. for us. We don't keep accurate records, but based just on our observations, there was not a significant increase on either of those events. Mm-hmm. What has been, I think, the biggest increase was the was social media yeah. when social as social media became more of a YouTube prominent Instagram. player on the trail that's what drove the numbers up in my opinion yeah yeah so is and, and somebody it's, wrote it's, a book in Germany that hit the best sellers list so there was like one out of six people this year one out of five was German interesting yes so I hiked the AT in 2011 drink um 
And the year prior, National Geographic had aired a special in Germany about the AT, and it had the same impact. There yes, were a lot yes. of Germans on the trail. Very adventuresome yes. people. Yeah, yes. yeah, that is. And really we have seen an enormous amount of them here. Huh. By far the largest um, of the international yeah. groups. Yes, yeah. and for a small country. Yeah. yeah. Are you are you concerned about the uptick in traffic on trail, or do you, do oh, you yeah. think it's sustainable? Absolutely. Okay. It's it's I in my it, opinion. I hope it's, it levels out. It's where it's about it's as max. I think right now. Um, oh, I don't know. Some people need to go southbound. Uh, yeah, yeah, we need to break yeah. it up. We need to get, get more of a southbound contingent. Um, I'm. I don't know. I, I kind of think it's for us. I think it leveled off this year for the first time since we started. We saw. We think we saw about the same number of people this year as we Maybe saw last year. Yeah, but not much. Very little. Um, not a big jump. And we have to base that on the bandanas. Since we're uh, giving away bandanas, we've yeah. got you know, we know, kind of an indication of what we, you know, how many we go through. Yeah, sure. The ticketing system and. Yeah. Maybe it's maybe it's leveled off. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe maybe the trendiness of it will wear off a little bit because there's definitely a new yeah. group of people out there who were not on the trail when we started yeah. right when we started most everybody we saw were true outdoors people who had hiked a few trails already sure right. um there's people i heard we got a lot of people out here trail, for the yeah. first trip with a backpack on mm-hmm. never camped never spent the night yeah. outside yeah wow. yeah and I, I, I'm not making a judgment on that at all. Yeah. I, I, the trails here for everybody. Yeah. Let's just keep it manageable. Let's keep the numbers manageable. Uh, I think it's great that more people are getting out. Yeah. But not all at once. Yeah. yeah. That's, um, that describes me when I was on the AT. I think it's easier to get away with that on the AT in terms mm, of like yeah, it's definitely. to accommodate more people. But right. also there's a lot more town access. Right. Right. You're not dealing with 100 degree heat right. or right. water issues. The long stretches. Right. Yes. Yeah. Right. Um, Learn the leave no trace. And I think that when... They hand out the permits. I think they should have to take a little questionnaire about leaving no trace or, yeah. you know, trail etiquette or burying your damn toilet paper or packing it out yeah. or, you know, there should be a, at least a questionnaire, like a little test. Yeah. Yeah. Some awareness. And before we started recording, uh, you mentioned that you've seen a lot more Southbounders this year. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, I would say no more than, I mean, the normal progression that we've seen over the years. There's been a few... The last few years has been more, as the northbound crunch, cr- uh, crowd crunch. I don't know. We're seeing more groups of ten. Yeah, well, sure, because just, just there's just more to yeah. begin with, and there's a lot of people that don't want to be part of the northbound group. They want the yeah. solitude, yeah. so they're pretty much left with the option of going southbound. Yeah, because it's really hard to get out on this trail anywhere south if you're if you're. Going northbound, there's somebody on any part of this trail as soon as it's a, available now. Yeah. There's if it's even sometimes section hikers, but you know you can't get out ahead of the crowd anymore. The yeah. crowd starts too early. Right. Yeah, and that's that's dangerous. You know, the the permits they're only given so many a day. People are starting way too early and way too late, and yeah. it could be a danger to them. Especially so, this year in Washington with the violent yeah. weather that oh, just yeah. came through. Yeah. So. Now it's like, now what does the PCTA have to do to, you know, the more people that do this trail, they're having to figure things um, out. and Yeah. They I are doing something. Them. They've made some yeah. 
some permit changes. adjustments. I was just reading something. Yeah. yeah. They're now limiting southbound permits that can start per day. Uh, right. yes. People can no longer. Can't flip flop. Can't flip flop. Or they have to go acquire a new permit if right. they want to do that. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's making a lot of changes for them. Yeah. And it'd be interesting to see in terms of how they actually enforce these things. Right. Mm-hmm. It seems like that's the future is actually exactly. having more how you, enforcement. How? Right. Yeah. What are you going to do? You can't patrol the whole trail right yeah right and by what authority and there's so many places you don't need a permit yeah i don't know i don't know there's no easy answer yeah yeah um but certainly and i would never have said this 10 years ago but something needs to be done yeah it's time Uh, or or the trail's just going to get loved to death it's important for you guys to like to hear that from you, I think is very important because there's arguably no one more entrenched in the trail and like seeing how it's changed over the last couple of decades. Mm-hmm. I think for you to say that, and you guys obviously love the trail very much yeah. and it's hikers for you to say that, I think carries a lot of resonance with it. Yeah. 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 But I don't want to all, you know, sound like it, you know, making it inaccessible to anybody. Um, it's gotta be remain accessible to everybody, but just in a kinder way, somehow. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. I'm glad I'm not the one that has to figure it yeah, out. Yeah, they're, they're, they're tough decisions. <laughs> but it's getting past the point now of the possibility of people like us and Softleys doing what we do. There's just too many now. Yeah. Especially in the towns. I, mean, I, I can't imagine they've got a fenced-in property that everybody stays in. I would go nuts if everybody stayed in this fenced-in area here. That's the only way I can keep doing this because everybody disappears in the forest at night. Uh-huh. Yeah, that would drive me nuts having all those people claustrophobic. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. and it's yeah. funny because she said Donna says, "Oh, I couldn't do what you guys do." So, <laughs> it's, yeah. What was the corporate efficiency versus yes. hippie daycare? Yeah. <laughs> uh, you guys should do. Um, do you have you ever seen that show Wife Swap? swap? Yeah, yeah. Wife swap. you guys. Should... <laughs> no, like just. <laughs> <laughs> no, because they come home to a dirty place over there, and I come home to where's everything. <laughs> so, do you, do you have any ambitions for the next people that take over this property to kind of no, 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 no our, more Casa de Luz. Yeah, this is okay. this is this is us. This was our thing. No, we don't want anybody. No, we c- want to give our neighbors this. a break. Okay. They've been so plus, kind. it's just yeah. there's not going to be a Casa de Luna, you know, two. No, right, it's, right. No, the the owners are what make the experience. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah. Have you exactly. had um, people come see the house yet that have seen the forest maze? How so? Like potential buyers? Oh, no, no, no. We're not even to that. We're not. No, we're not at that point yet. No, we got got a lot to do before we can get to that point. I always want to know what they think when, like, they go into the backyard and, like, oh, this is cool. And then they keep going. (laughs) Yeah. I think that's going to be a big part of this place selling. Yeah. Is not having any neighbors around us. It's kind of secluded here, actually, for for being a neighborhood like this. Go out there. Oh, go If you notice, there's nobody across the street. Nobody anywhere right next door. That's the closest house, and they're up above us so and they're kind of and then that one's over. over and up mm-hmm. this worked out perfect for us yeah. yeah and having that forest out back are you kidding me yeah must yeah. keep it we much couldn't cooler have planned this any oh, yeah. better yeah. oh yeah. yeah yeah so with this being the last season it's apropos to ask what what are you guys going to miss the most about the casa de luna experience oh just meeting the interesting people i meeting the cool crazy fun creative talented 
Austin. It's an it's yeah. a great group of people. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if just one thing, look at the rocks. Yeah. 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 The creativity and the thoughts. Uh, uh, some of it's not you know artistic. I mean, some of it's just. You get what I mean. Some of it's artistic, mm-hmm. some of it's brilliant thoughts, yeah. but there's some great stuff just on the rocks, and that's just a portion of you know the representative of the people that come through here. Mm-hmm. We got great musicians. Yeah. Um, it's such a great slice of humanity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. It has changed a little over the years, but I still would pick this group, you know, over most. Yeah, I'm gonna miss the smell. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I don't know when my last guess. <laughs> no, no, no. So to wrap up the interview, if there's one parting thought or um just like something that you'd want the PCT or the hiking community to know about your time or really this is just a blank canvas for you guys to kind of yeah, fill with whatever you thoughts you've got. One thing um that I've said many times is well, one of the things when we first start doing this, people would say, oh, my God, you're letting all those strangers in your house and they're going to steal something. I'm like, no, they're not. They don't want to carry any extra weight. And, <laughs> and then um, it finally got to the point where, you know, they, you guys aren't strangers. You're just friends we hadn't met yet. And uh, oh, I'm going to get emotional. Uh-oh. This is hard. It's hard quitting. Um, it's hard quitting this. It's yeah. This has been, this has been my, a big you know, part of our, our lives identity. for a long time. You know, after this, it's like okay. And I've been a trail angel, a mom, a grandma, but losing that part of my identity is gonna be interesting. Yeah. Ooh. Didn't seem so much at the very beginning. Well, it wasn't. That's why. But yeah. as it over the years, and it built and um, developed, and, and the friendships it developed. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just seeing you know people come walking in and they're hot and stinky and tired and and then just to walk up to them, give them a big giant oh, yeah. hug, and they're some. A lot of times they back, back off. Like, oh, no, 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 and me. she goes, "Bring it in. Get over here. Get bring over it here. in." Yeah. And part of that is that when I said I'm going to miss the smell, the other thing I say is smelling stinky hikers at hiker season is like smelling pine cones at Christmas. (laughs) It's for her. For me. Yeah, for me. (laughs) It might be an offensive smell or whatever, but it's a good smell. Mm -hmm. You know, just like some people out shoveling horse shit. <laughs> yeah. That's a good memory. Yeah, Whether sure. it stinks or not, it's a, you know, it's a... Memory, yeah. I'll go along with memory. Those things that ingrain <laughs> yeah. in you. Positive I'm association. A long, yes. I'm a long yes. ways from saying it's anything good. <laughs> <laughs> Ever. But, yeah, I don't know. Just, I hope people keep spreading kindness, you know? I, be Go nice. On. Be nice to each other. Help each other sakes. out. That was a big part of what brought the, us to this community or impressed us with this community was people from completely different walks of life, many of whom would never associate with each other on purpose in the real world based on who they were yeah. and where they come from. That goes away on yeah. trail. Just be nice, yeah. And yeah, and people help each other, way. no matter. It doesn't, <clears throat> and that's that goes back to why I said I don't. Even, I don't want to know what people do, what their jobs are, because it's so, so fast to 
judge, judge somebody or make you know some one way or the other make some sort of a classification of a person because just because of what they do to provide an income mm -hmm. and that's I don't want to know that yeah yeah um, yeah. yeah um but I you know <clears throat> it's been a great journey we've met some great wonderful people um From all terry's world. met way more wonderful people than i have <laughs> um i'm joking i mean somewhat jokingly because she meets everybody she uh -huh. is she literally i think hugs everybody that walks in and several of them get multiple hugs yeah um I'm coming and I, hug I don't meet as many people for one and and you know i mean yeah most of them are great but honestly some of them are having a bad day some, and might be you annoying. know it's a slice of life man there's some knuckleheads out there there's yeah. a few of them you're glad that, and, to um, see them go yeah, <laughs> you know? absolutely not yeah. trying to be mean or anything but some uh, of terry them loves them annoying. all um equally uh, some some have annoyed me over the years, but, <laughs> but I still try to smile and and be kind but, because but you even never know with, what they're going through. Yeah. yeah, that's true. You know. Yeah. Well, even with that, it's still the best group of people we've been associated with. Yeah. I think. Yeah, and it's it's um, I guess not coincidental, but fitting that Elrod also teared up during her interview, and mm -hmm. it, kind of in a similar uh, question format, and it just goes to show like the genuine affection that you guys have for the hikers, and mm -hmm. that you're doing this just because you want to live the motto of giving kindness to others. So, right. on you know, on behalf of the entire hiking community, thank you guys so much yeah, for definitely. the service that you've provided over the last two decades. That's incredible. Mm -hmm. The, all the all that pancake mix. Oh God! <laughs> uh, yeah, that was the easy Talk part. <laughs> well, again, th so. thank you for being so generous with your time, and it's it's been a pleasure. Oh, you're welcome. Talking with you, yes. and yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. I love all you hiker kids out there in podcast world, <laughs> <laughs> and have fun. Yes, have fun. Have fun. Thank you very much. You're welcome. That interview was brought to you by Public Lands Coffee. Are you a lover of coffee and the Appalachian Trail? If so, we've got just the thing for you. Public Lands Coffee is a new online coffee retailer whose mission is to serve delicious coffee while giving back to the AT. Let's start with the basics. The coffee, well, it's damn good. Public Lands Coffee offers a few roast options, white blaze, their light roast, great smoky is their dark roast, and my personal favorite, wild east, is an organic medium roast single origin fair trade bean sourced from Peru. In addition to being a Ridge Runner level ATC donor, Public Lands Coffee gives $1 of every item sold to the Appalachian Trail Conservancy. They also provide resources to other ATC affiliated trail maintenance clubs. One recent example, they fully funded a program to add eight trail ambassadors on Max Patch through the Carolina Mountain Club. These trail ambassadors patrol the Max Patch Corridor teaching leave no trace principles, provide general trail maintenance, and they pick up trash. Delicious coffee that protects the integrity of our beloved Appalachian Trail. What's not to love? And good news for you, our beautiful Backpacker Radio listeners, you can score a 10% discount on all Public Lands coffee orders. Use code BACKPACKER10 at checkout at publiclandscoffee.com. Again, that code is backpacker, the number 10, at publiclandscoffee.com. Get some. That was a fun interview. What'd you think? Yeah, no, that was good. They're so cute together. They were the best. I, I'm honestly very happy that we 
chose Southern California because that probably would have been the only opportunity that I would have had to meet them considering I didn't on my through hike. And it was good that you got to see Casa de Luna, even though it was For mostly sure. packed up. Like, yeah. It was crazy seeing that place without the big tent up and without the table and the painted rocks and everything. Yeah. Hiker Heaven or Casa de Luna? Casa de Castle de Luna. That's the one with the painted That's rocks. right. That's right. I get them, I get them confused. Ander- the Anderson's and uh, Elrod is how I remember them. Anyways, Trek propaganda. Here it is. Uh, so the piece that I want to touch on today, I think, is apropos given the time of the year. I think, you know, post-trail depression is probably full-fledged for a lot of people or they're on their way out of it or whatever it might be. Um, our editor, Hugh Owens, did an excellent job reaching out to some of our former bloggers, and he put together a post called, Here's How Five Hikers Figure Out Their Lives After the Trail. Uh, I'm not going to touch on it because it's, it's pretty in-depth. I want to say it's 3,000 words or somewhere in that range. But uh, in a nutshell, it's a collection of four 2018 thru-hikers and one thru-hiker from this year. It covers what they're doing now, how long it took them to get back on their feet, both financially and emotionally after their thru-hike, and their biggest takeaway from the trail. There's more to it than that, but those are kind of some of the highlights. Um, if you're just curious what the transition is after a through hike, or you're going through it yourself and you want to kind of pull inspiration from others who have walked the walk, this piece is excellent. Okay. Mailbag. I was so happy to see this mailbag because this was a conversation that we had on the trans Catalina trail, like almost verbatim. This is like when you talk about like, Oh, I should try this new thing just like with a friend. And then you open your phone and there's like that ad on your Facebook. Or have you noticed like when you learn a new word and all of a sudden that word is everywhere, like you're reading it, people are using it in conversation. Yeah. Uh, This has definitely got some witchcraft behind it. For sure. For sure. So Alexa, stay out of our brains here, but (laughs) Uh, so this one was submitted as a cinnamon court, but since Chance and I ha- had already had probably like an hour long conversation about this exact subject, <laughs> we're just going to turn it into a regular mailbag segment. Uh, and the email goes, you want to take it? Sure. Uh, how far do you have to walk before your low mileage town day is still considered a Nero? While on the AT in 2013, my friends Friar, Yeah, Yeah, and I would debate this endlessly. Yeah, Yeah would insist that a 12 miler into town was a Nero since we didn't hike all day a belief that Fryer vigorously opposed. Me, I was someone in the middle. Many years and many miles later, we still can't settle when a Nero just turns into a short day on trail, eagerly awaiting an official ruling. Smash. (laughs) (laughs) That was on a separate page. (laughs) Yeah, no, that was confusing. Um, Yeah, so uh, Chance and I legitimately had this exact conversation. But we agreed on it, which is so rare. I I think... Neither of us had the answer at first, but it took a little back and forth to kind of come to what we thought was a reasonable conclusion and just go for it. Yeah. Um, So our decision, our verdict, our ruling was the 2 p.m. rule that we made up, which is that if you get to town by 2 p.m. and stay in town the rest of the day, it's an Eero. But like if you hike until like you know, two oh five. Yeah. But if you hike until like two thirty, three o'clock, three thirty, like that's a full trail day. Fuck yeah. Um, but two PM's a cutoff in our heads. Same goes the opposite way. If you don't leave town until after two PM, that's a Nero too. But if you leave town at like noon, that's a full day. And the reason I think that that approach makes more sense than the than using mileage, and I understand it's arbitrary either way, but you know people are going to have different mileages, especially like early on into a hike. I think mm-hmm. a twelve mile day for most people can be a full day. Um, similarly, I feel like there's times on the PCT where fourteen miles would have felt very short. I think there's something psychological about 
the time of the day that you get to town because that allows you the amount of hours that you need to resupply, get a shower, drink seven beers, whatever it might be. Um, I think the amount of time that you've got in town is the element that you're after. Yeah, town time over miles. Town time over miles is exactly right. Mm-hmm. Um, is there anything else to say about that? 2 p.m. I feel like that's it. Yeah. So let us know how you feel about the 2 p.m. rule. Uh, as always, if you guys want to get a hold of us via email, podcast at thetrek.co. Um, let's get to some five-star reviews. Woo-hoo. It's been a Love minute these. since we've gotten a new one. Chance, um, this is the time where you play the uh, plea for... Oh, yeah. Here's the sympathy card. I really love five-star reviews. They're so nice. They make me feel so good. Um, if you want to make Chance feel good. <laughs> no, we have gotten a few new ones recently. Um, they've all been really nice. We've gotten a lot of really positive feedback about Pretzel's episode Yeah. in those five-star reviews. We're, you guys giving us positive feedback on that one is going to slowly turn the show into the Joe Rogan experience because Dude, we, we did not prep for that. And the fact of how long it went just sounded like the most... Oh, it was like 11.30 p.m. Yeah. We were delusional, and we had already recorded another podcast that day, but fucking... Yeah, we went doubles. Yeah. How could you not feel like you have a Red Bull in your asshole when you're hanging out with Pretzel? That guy is full of energy and just a shit ton of fun to hang out with. It was so funny because we got in a debate over whether we thought three and a half hours was too long for an episode, and I was like, there's nothing to cut. Like You can't cut any of that. It was so good, and... Let the people have what they want. Give them three and a half hours. Yeah. And now we know you guys want it. So So five-star reviews. Yeah. Uh, this first one comes from whatever. It's Daniel. Uh, goes, whatever, Daniel. Good stuff. I worked for a FS trail crew uh, in the Sierras this past summer, and this podcast was an awesome companion while I hid from mosquitoes in my tent. From inspiring to funny, Chaunce and Badger have a great casual but professional way of running the show, which is awesome. However, if I don't hear any more Always Sunny clips at the end, I might cry. It has been a minute since we've done Always Sunny clips. Throwback. Not even intentional. I think I just ran out of good clips to include. Um, okay. I, <laughs> I, I, I hear your plea for more Sunny, and uh, I'll see what I can do. Chance. All right. Uh, love, well, this one's from Burgers and Beer, and it's called Love This Podcast. Uh, great way to get through some final miles of my AT through hike. I can't wait to go back and listen to old episodes. Really love the format, hilarious hosts, and interesting guests. I love how it's super easy to relate to this podcast how, and, how, and how laid back it is. Thanks again for the great content. Um, but yeah, I know, I know I was milking the five-star review thing before, but it really does make me happy when I see new ones. So you guys should really leave us new ones. On that note, uh, we're somewhere in the 600s. I don't know how many we've got. But I uh, think once we hit four digits, I feel like we should just do a fucking baller-ass giveaway. Oh, my God. Yeah, when we get to 1,000 reviews, we have to give away something awesome. Yeah, we'll twist our sponsor's arms to include a bunch of cool gear. So How about your house? You can have my house. <laughs> Not my dog's. Not my wife, but the house is fine. <laughs> you paused before the wife. <laughs> I just think, I just think a thousand dogs. reviews is a lot. A thousand <laughs> reviews is a lot, but I don't know how Jenna would feel about that. Yeah. Uh, so thank you to our Chuck Norris award winners. That is Andrew, who did not include his last name. Austin McDaniel, Christopher Marshburn, Lance Whitley. <laughs> it's it, I know I spelt it Every Mashburn, time. but it is Marshburn. Every I've confirmed time. this. Uh, S11N, which I've learned is short for sequestrian. Uh, Sawyer Products, Thomas Fulner. And that's it. Um, social shout outs. Uh, you can reach us on Instagram at Backpacker Radio, on Twitter at Backpacker Pod, Facebook.com slash Backpacker Radio. You can follow Chance. 
Hi. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Juliana underscore Chauncey, on YouTube at Juliana Chauncey, and on Facebook at Chaunceykes. You can find me personally. Uh, and another shout out to Sawyer for making this road trip possible. Um, this was not a cheap trip. The camper van, even though it was a fucking antique, the thing was not cheap. Um, flights, you know, hanging out with Huge you guys. thank you to Sawyer. I had to take a ferry. When we were not on a helicopter, so that stuff was expensive, and Sawyer made that possible. So thank you again to Sawyer. Mm-hmm. Go buy their stuff and MVPs. tell them Backpacker Radio sent you. Yes. All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening. Happy hiking. Bye.